going on, y'all? We'd like to welcome you to another episode of Crown Conversation, the podcast. This is your host, AJ. What's up, y'all? It's Kayla. We have a special guest today, my friend, the Nakia Pope. Hey, y'all. <laughs> How you doing, Nakia? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're good. We're good. So, a little backstory about Nakia. So, I met Nakia five, no, five years ago now? Six years? Yeah. Yeah, five years ago when we worked at the Devil's Place Enterprise. <laughs> so, that's our, that's, our, that's our connection. So, wow. I met Nakia. Um she came into my branch as a management trainee or whatever. I think I was still a management trainee at the time as well. And when I first met her, I knew from that point on that she was going to be in my life forever because she <laughs> was with the shits. Like, Basically. We didn't. None of us like working at Enterprise. We was in cahoots together. Like when one wanted to go to sleep, we would look out. Right. One take a long break. One That's would look real. out. Like That's real. We really stuck it out together. So... Nikia, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, where, like, I know a lot right, of right, stuff, but right. it's like your story, where you come from, where you went to school. Don't roll your eyes. Don't do that. We well, must HBC stick together. You went to and all that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh oh. Right. Like, geez. Um, okay. So I am born and bred in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Um, I know these days people are like, do y'all even exist? Um, yes, we do. Most people are flying here, um, you know, coming here. Um, but I grew here, so this is my home. Um, you know, I'm a family-oriented person. I come from a close, close-knit family. Um, we ain't got a lot of boundaries. We working on that. But, you know, um, we don't have a lot of boundaries, so we spend a lot of time together. Like, my siblings were my first friends. My cousins were my first friends. Like, in my age group, it's like five of us. That just lets you know how large our family is. Like, it's just... We just group like that. Um, I always was a very outgoing, talkative, imaginative person. Um, <laughs> even in school, like, you know, I was class president. I was on the debate team. Like, I was always running for something. I always find myself in, like, leadership position because I always could, like, articulate my vision and thoughts about things. Um after school, high school, I went to Tuskegee University, Mother Tuskegee, as we like to call it, because it's just, <laughs> it's just something that's special about the place. People want to hate, but I don't know why. <laughs> I was going to be like, where that's at? Oh! <laughs> but I had to put it together. Kayla! I had to do it real fast. I was like, where the fuck is Tuskegee? <laughs> you can't even talk about black history without talking about Tuskegee. Like, what is <laughs> you know what? I don't even charge know. it to my head. Now. Oh, you know what? <laughs> HBC we not even gonna try to do here. that. Right. Mm -mm, mm -mm. We one of the top HBC. We graduate more veterinarians than black veterinarians than anywhere. Like, first of all, let me not get okay. I'll go on the story while you making that face. That. <laughs> I'm like, we've been in the history lesson. Um, went to Tuskegee, majored in political science. I thought I was going to law school, but junior year I decided that was not the move for me. Um, and I just feel like God wanted to use me in other ways. And I initially wanted to be an attorney because I wanted to help our people. Like, we don't know enough about the legal system. You know, I had friends who had entered the system early. You, you, they find themselves in, you know, basically fucked up situations because they don't have the resources or the mm. knowledge or the acumen to really move through the legal system. But I realized that God wanted to use me in other ways. So I kind of forego that. Um, and then, you know, I just got into the working world and then got in the world of entrepreneurship. And so I'm full-fledged in that world now. <laughs> Congratulations. So Thank what do you, you do now? Um, so I do a few things. One, I have an agency, Elevate Agency. So I work with small business owners and entrepreneurs basically to set up systems in their business, the streamline thing, to go set up processes, like basically build a foundation for your business. A lot of people talking about getting to the bag or scaling, but most of the times we cannot do that because we don't have our foundation in place. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know what you're responsible for, who's on your team, how are you getting things done, how do you get a client from A to Z, um, and all of that. And then I also recently launched um, a wellness company called Honey Babes. I named it, um, that was my grandmother's nickname. She predominantly um, raised me. So it's just a really way to create legacy and to help people to create um, a luxurious way of, you know, making itself a priority. It's self-care products. We launched with a tea kit. Um, and we have other things that's rolling out in the next couple of months. Um, so between the agency and Honey Bays, I stay pretty busy. I'm working on a few other things now because at this point, it's just about having streams. Um, 
And so, yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. Well, that's good. That's but one really th- good. The one thing about Nakia, though, she really, like, stayed on the path of entrepreneurship because we were working in Enterprise. She was like... I ain't trying to do this shit. Like she was literally, she was literally the rebellious one. Like I, you know, you know how niggas be talking shit behind the scenes. Man, I ain't doing that shit. I don't feel like doing that shit today. The manager should be telling her, "Hey, I need you to go out and wash your car." She's like, "I'm not doing that. It's 100 degrees. I'm not wearing my suit and vacuum cleaning. You go do it." Like she was literally rebellious as fuck, and I always respected her for that because, like. She knew there was greater for her, like, and she always set like that path or had her goals and everything in the line. So again, I'm I'm proud of you for Thank you. stepping out of corporate world because it isn't gonna work for you. Like she would get a job, be gone a year, <laughs> get a job, leave in six months. Because I mean, because working for you. working for somebody is just not her thing. Yeah, and it's not much. my thing either. But you know, some people they take that leap of faith and you know explore whatever whatever i still like to have that little bit of a base of foundation while still exploring whatever so but um i invited nikki on the show just because you know recently or always you know if we see on social media or even on this show we'll talk about like different you know relationships as far as like you know men and women and things like that but we don't ever really like delve deep into it like it's always on some jokey shit and this is not like a serious serious episode right. but just like relationships <laughs> and finding some finding someone you're equally yoked with manifesting the correct way and things like that so Nikia my question is just to start off with like why do you feel as though like with relationships among black men and black women why there is always that that struggle as far as like them being able to, you know, have a successful relationship or people not being equally yoked and them not knowing it. Right. Um, I mean, I think it's a few things. I think one, it's just a, it's a lack of self-awareness. I just think a lot of times, um, we don't know who we are and that's a man or a woman, right? Um, we are made up, we are some of our experiences, our mindsets, what we seen, what we did not see, you know, exposure to certain things. And a lot of times, um, the model that you had, I'm not going to say it's broken, but it's it, it has its challenges as well. So a lot of times people just don't know who they are, right? Um, you haven't dealt with your own traumas, your own insecurities, um, and you are not clear of, like, what you bring to the table. Like, I hear a lot of people talking about, you. I want this in a man, he got to be this and he got to be that. And I always say, like, but are you those things? Because you will naturally will attract those things if that's who you are. Um, and a lot of times, too, you know, you got the media, you got society, you got people telling you, well, I ain't doing it, and I wouldn't do that for a nigga, and I wouldn't let him do that. And it's like, you know, people have to begin to have their own idea of what a successful relationship looks like. It cannot be, even, it can't, it don't even have to be your mom and your dad, because that's the relationship that worked for them. It may not be the how your relationship is, because you're a different individual, right? And so people have these outdated views of what they think a relationship is and what it is not. You know, I think in a healthy relationship, it's really like a mirror. Like, somebody's going to hold up a mirror to you and show you all the parts of yourself, even the shit that you don't like, even the shit that you may not be aware of. People going to call you out on certain things, you know, Mm -hmm. and relationships, I always learn more and more about myself. I thought I was this, and he may be like, that ain't how I experienced you. And you're like, okay, well, let me... Let me be mindful of those things. So I think it's like people just don't have an idea of who they are and really what they want. Um, you ask a lot of people about what they want in a spouse, and they can't even tell you. Like, they mm. don't even have an idea of what they want. So it's like, how are you going to know if he come? Or how are you going to know if she comes if you don't even know what they look like? You don't even know what your non-negotiables are. I don't have a list of 20, 30 things that I want in a man. Like... Because that shit not real. But I do have a core five to six things that I feel like my spouse needs to have. Everything else, we can work out. We can figure it out, right? But I know I need these five or six things. What are those five or six things? Um, I need somebody who is this, you know, spiritually aligned. You don't have to be a Bible thumper. You don't have to be in the church mm-hmm. every Sunday. You ain't got to be able to quote every book in the Bible because I can't quote every book in the Bible. Me and God tight, right? Mm-hmm. But I need somebody who is open-minded, somebody who is family-oriented, somebody um, who is loyal, supportive. Um, and I think 
on a basic level, if you meet those things, everything else is cool. You know, sometimes people are like, he got to dress like this. He got to drive that. It's like, dude, that nigga got clothes is what I'm concerned about, right? Do you <laughs> have a car? <laughs> like, how many men got a car? Don't have a car, right? It's right. have a certain type of car. Do you got a car, right? You know what I'm saying? Do you have your own place? Are you taking care of yourself? Like, that's the stuff I'm looking at because we can always get another car. Mm-hmm. We can always get a certain type of car, but I'm more concerned about the integrity of the person. Who is this man versus what it looked like? Mm-hmm. And you know what I think really fucks up, you know, women when it comes to what it is they're looking for in a man. I really feel like social media has really skewed a lot of things. Oh, yes. Like they see these men, you know, of status or whatever, or maybe scammers or whatever, but they <laughs> are driving this type of car. So they feel like their man got to drive this type of mm-hmm. car or they their man got to provide this type of bag for them or just have to do these, I feel like, are outlandish things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you are literally boxing out a whole set of core good ass yes. men, like because you have these standards that are unrealistic mm-hmm. for the majority of the men that are in your group. Like, how are you expecting to have a man that drives a Lamborghini or whatever, and you drive a Prius? Right. Like that's not even in the in the realm of. The, the people that you're dealing with, like you need to look within your core group and have that mindset of, okay, you may not have it now, but we can build toward that. I'm not saying get no damn scrub. I'm not saying get no scrub of a man. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is be more realistic of what Mm -hmm. it is that you're asking for. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I think a lot of people are more concerned with what it looked like versus what it is. And even my conversations with a lot of my homegirls, I'd be like, that shit you're talking about, it makes no sense to me. And I know it don't make no sense to him, right? Mm -hmm. You don't even cook. But you want him to take you out every you, y'all can go out to eat every fucking day. I mean, that don't even make sense to me. Cause I look at it like this. The the more money he gotta spend feeding me, the less money he could see use to do other things I wanna do. What if we wanna go out of town? What if we wanna go on a trip? What if I want a particular thing for my birthday, right? Y'all done ran up four, five hundred dollars a week eating out. It's like, baby, you can't get in there and make a meal. You can't even make the meal. Everybody can make salmon now. Everybody, Everybody can, can make Alfredo. asparagus. Right, that's what I'm saying. Everybody can make some Alfredo. <laughs> that's, that's the basics right? right like you saying that he gotta be checking in doing all this but y'all even and i know people don't like to talk about this but y'all ain't even sexually yoked you telling him you spend the more time talking about what you're not gonna do it's like okay you know what i'm saying but you want to keep him so intrigued and so interested in the check-in it's like but you spend time talking about what you're not gonna do because sex really is an experience for both of y'all right mm-hmm. like the focus be off like he gotta drive this i don't want a man to drive a lamborghini that shit sit too low to the ground for me that can't be your main car <laughs> like we struggling every time you get in this motherfucker <laughs> me and you me and you like you trying to be cool you know trying to slide in you struggling every time you try to get him that shit little, right? What's a, what's an oil change cost on a Lamborghini, right? What's going to happen if you didn't, right? And then if you got a Lamborghini, do you have the lifestyle that goes along with that? I don't want you to have a Lamborghini and you staying in apartments that have rental assistance. Nothing against that, but it's like, where are your priorities? Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how I look at the situation. It's not what it looks like it's versus what it is. He might got a Lamborghini. His interest rate may be a number you never seen before because his credit's so fucked up, right? right? So how are we gonna get a house together or any of those things if you don't even have your credit? Do you have money in the bank, mm-hmm. right? Are you investing in certain things? Like that's the stuff I'm looking at. Are you responsible with your money? Because women gonna spend money, but men I think normally are like, okay, hold on now, like, yeah, this is our budget. This is what we're trying to do. This is our right. vision. That's the stuff I'm thinking about when I'm talking about having a partner, and not what it looked like. But you different because if a nigga. Try to be like, oh, let's scale back. You automatically, oh, you cheat. <laughs> oh, you can't, you can't fuck with me because you can't do this, this, that, and the third. So I just feel like a lot of relationships are, as far as our generation is concerned, when you get involved with them, unless you, I guess, knew the person early on, or you know, mm-hmm. knew them from a young from a young age. If you're trying to be out in the dating world now, you're literally going in an upward battle already because of these unrealistic expectations. And, I mean, that comes from both sides. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have men who are expecting their women to look this one particular way because of what they're seeing, again, on social media. And to that point, I always say, check a nigga baby mama. You tell them what a girl got to be, but you are all, see that baby mamas, okay? Oh, shit. Oh, you be like, this shit. your baby mama? I mean, 
I mean, look at the material. <laughs> like, seriously, like, sometimes I always see, like, oh, my bitch gotta be, you know, she gotta be bad. She gotta have this type of body. She gotta be presented. She gotta be this. When you see that baby mama, you be like, when did you, you just got these standards, huh? Like, you just start wanting these things because your baby mama is not even reflection of what you're talking about. And not even baby mama, your own mama. Your own relation. mama. Miss Joyce, Miss Joyce ain't got down worked out in 20 years, okay? Miss <laughs> Joyce be chain smoking deep Ms. ass Miss Joyce boys. got titties down to her ankles. To her ankles. Don't even put no bra on. Walk around that dirty ass moo moo every day. Miss Joyce, put on some clothes. Feet stinking, house funky, smelling like house. Like, girl, open that window. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't even seen that model. So, how you gonna try to demand it? Which means you probably don't even, you're not even meeting the standards that you got. Right. Because you don't even know how to do it. Right. So, Kayla, what do you feel like? I feel like. Sometimes with your expectations of men, I'll be feeling like it'd be a little outlandish. I don't, I don't think that my expectations of men are outlandish. I think that I have standards that I've received before and I've seen it. it mm-hmm. And I'm not going to stop just because someone else feels like it's unrealistic. Okay. So to that, if you've had these standards, I'm not trying to put you all like on oh, spot. No, you okay. Know, so just Okay, so you've had these standards before and you know what it feels like mm-hmm. to be Question, you've been in a relationship where you've been fully happy before, correct? Yeah, Okay. absolutely. So you've been in a relationship where you've been fully happy. So my question is, how come, like, in some situations, it's hard for you to remove yourself mm-hmm. when you know there is better? Because then we go into the conversation about com- compatibility and being equally yoked mm-hmm. in certain areas. Okay. So I've had, like, you know, I've been in a situation, like I said, where things were great, mm-hmm. but I felt like, I was being pacified with money Mm. and I wasn't getting the quality time that I was getting before in the beginning. And to fix that, that person will always be like, Oh, here's a cash app. Oh, here, go take you Mm -hmm. and your girls out. Oh, Mm -hmm. here, go get this. Oh, here, I bought you this, you know, here, take my car here. Like nice things. But on the flip side, I was like, okay, this is starting to get a little redundant and my Mm -hmm. self care and my values have to switch because now I'm in this situation where I'm not only still trying to take care of you and make sure you're good emotionally, I'm trying to make sure I'm good emotionally and spiritually because you aren't as available as you used to be. However, comma, I have been in a situation, shoot, like currently, like, you know, I continue to deal with somebody who I don't, I don't need to be dealing with, mm-hmm. but we're sexually compatible. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about nothing else anymore. <laughs> but I also don't want to go on a whole nother journey of exploration of finding somebody who is that sexually compatible because mm-hmm. at this point in my life that is something that fuels me mm-hmm. it's sex mm-hmm. i'm not looking for the emotional things i'm not looking for somebody to throw me some cash or be rich or drive this nice ass car right now i'm looking for somebody who can satisfy me in an area that i was lacking in mm. and that's it so like, the prior guy so I went from he somebody wasn't. who was like balling. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, he he doing it to somebody who was like, just you know, just you know, just chilling. Yeah, you know? but the sex is good. It's, so the guy before his sex wasn't that good. It was great, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. Like it was not even happening enough for me to be like, oh okay, because mm-hmm. he was always working. You know, right, 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 right. Out right. Of town, he was always right. gone, and then like wires crossed. And at the time, I was also out of town. So like when I got to a space where I was here in Atlanta all the time, mm-hmm. I met somebody who was here in Atlanta all the time, and it just kind of matched. But yeah. we got to a point where we knew like this is this not working. Like we don't work. Yeah. The things I want, the things I need, our love languages are incompatible or not compatible with each other. But the sex is great. So my thing to you, <laughs> and Nikki, I want you to chime in on this. So my thing to you, with you just sticking around for the sex, which is clear, right? Very. Do you feel as though with you, you know, even though you said you're not emotionally attached, X, Y, Z, but with you just sticking around for the sex, do you feel as though that you are blocking your blessings in other areas of your life because you still have this person in your life. I do have those moments. Like even when we went through a period of not talking, remember Mm -hmm. like everything started to like really go on the up and up. And then it was like, okay, everything's great. You come back now. And then I was shit shut right back down and shit started shutting right back down. And it was like, Oh shit, this shit does like work spiritually and energetically. So yeah, like Mm -hmm. of course, um, 
but it also puts me in a better space to really evaluate how I view myself and my values and the things that I want for myself. Should I like purses? Why don't I buy my own purses sometimes? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. you know, and I, y'all know I love for people to buy me things. Like, I love gifts. <laughs> I love gifts. Yes. Like, you could buy me a fucking napkin and be like, oh, I thought of you. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just that kind of person because I like being thought about. Mm-hmm. And I, I have my days where it's like, okay, shit, this might be unrealistic to you, mm-hmm. to somebody else, to my mama, my dad, my grandma, my auntie, but it's like, y'all set y'all expectations for yourself. Mm-hmm. Y'all want what y'all want. Y'all tolerate the things from people that you tolerate, and I do too. But I'm not going to ever be in a space where something or somebody is going to make me feel like what I want is too much. Right. Like, people right, have right. gotten with it. You see all these fucking white women that be at home? They was fucking working as waitresses, and they mm-hmm. done met this man that leveled them the fuck up. Right. Mm-hmm. They want a nigga with a Lamborghini. They got mm-hmm. that shit. Why can't I? Like, I don't. I'm, I feel you with the Lamborghini shit. Like, I'm tall <laughs> as fuck. I don't want no nigga with no low ass car. <laughs> My knees. You feel me? But let's get a luxury SUV. We can't say that. I think that when people say expectations, especially like when you're talking about and to black women, you cannot put into the universe that our expectations are unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Or their verse that is gonna be sitting at home like I don't cook. I wa- I don't cook. I want to be a housewife. I want to do this, and I'm gonna give me a rich ass man, and that rich man gonna come mm-hmm. for her because that's for her. But I think that we. I have a daughter, and I don't like when people call her spoiled. I don't like like we giving her a life that giving her things that show her nice valuable mm-hmm. things standards like for yeah her. we're setting standards like her dad sets standards he opens her doors he does things like that her uncles open her door mm-hmm. like i'm not ever gonna allow her to be like oh yeah so somebody told me my expectation of something that i wanted in a partner whether it be a man a woman whoever she chooses is unrealistic mm-hmm. for what that's our issue and as a community in the black community like we're allowing white women to do it and white women to like white nice fucking things and have these big fucking houses and these real housewives do all this mm-hmm. shit but when it comes to us it's unrealistic I don't, and you I don't, get I don't the label with. of like gold digger yeah, or whatever I don't whatever agree with that like i i like nice things mm-hmm. and i might be in a fucked up situation and it might be somebody who comes and rescues me from that whether it be financially emotionally spiritually mm-hmm. and i could do the same for someone else i like it right I, i'm here for it so you were speaking about manifesting earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And you were saying that when it comes to manifestation, some people are saying they're manifesting, you know, for whatever, but they're not doing it correctly. And mm-hmm. I know Kayla, you you're really big on manifestation and know how to, knowing how to do it correctly and things like that. So I want both of you guys to answer. But Nakia, like as far as manifesting properly, what does that look like to you? Um, I think. With manifesting, it's really just being clear on, one, what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of times it's a lot of confusion even inside of us, and we second-guess ourselves, and even to your point, the standards, can I have these things? Am I worthy of those things? Is this even possible for me to have? Um, So I think with that, it's just getting clear on what you want. And then, two, I think it's about even believing that that shit can happen, like, you know, it's a lot of people with a long list of things that they want, they want to do, but it's like you don't even believe that you can have it, that you're worthy of it. And a lot of times in conversations I find that it's just so – a lot of people have a real self-esteem issue, and then secondly, they have a self-awareness issue. Um you know, you don't even really know who you are, right? And your self-esteem a lot of times is affected by outer circumstances, external things. Um, so you can't properly get what's for you because you're not even in alignment with those things, right? You're not even mm-hmm. vibrating on the same wavelength as the things that you want, right? right. So since we're talking about a Lamborghini, if you want a Lamborghini, right, to attract those things, do you have the credit score for those things, right? Have you gone to a dealership to even touch it, to feel it? What does it feel like to be around it? Do you know people that have a Lamborghini, right? Do you feel intimidated by the people that do have one, right? Are you judging them and saying he a scammer, she a scammer, or, you know, they got it this way. It's like those things are um, never going to come to you because you're not even vibrating with those things, right? Mm. So... It's like, you know, you want a husband. Like, I'm not married. And I say to my friends now, like, I'm a wife. Like, 
I know that shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not currently married, but I know that I'm a wife, right? And so in my conversations with men that I'm dealing with or dating, like, that's a real conversation. Like, look, nigga, what you trying to do? Like, you shouldn't have get up of the pot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's very direct. Like, we ain't got to get married tomorrow, but I'm very clear that the next stage of my life, I'm a wife and I'm about to be popping out some kids, right? Right. So I'm not, not having that conversation with men either, right? right? right I'm right. saying that. And if you say, hey... That ain't what I'm on right now. Respectfully, we both go our other way, but I don't even want to give you the opportunity to come into my space, to come into my womb, to do all those things and leave your energy inside of me or right, with right, me, right. right? Because you really see, you you a seat, you a spot filler. Now you blocking a nigga that should be coming, right? right, right. I can't even attract him because I got your old fucked up energy. You know what I'm saying? Inside of me or on right. me, or you still got clothes at my house, right? You still got certain things, you know, stuff you ain't threw out, stuff you ain't let go, right? Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you want a man, you want a man in the Damn. bed with you, but you got your books over here, you got your bears and your pillars over here, like you don't even pull Make your fucking bed back right, in. Like right. you get what I'm saying? Right. For him, you got yeah. all your stuff in the closet. Yeah. Where he gonna put his stuff at? Like right. just thinking about those things, you have to create space for those things. And I think a lot of people are not willing to let go of mediocre or good for what they want, which was something that would be great, right? right, right. You want to hold on to the shit that's just good enough, but you're constantly saying to the universe or to God, whatever you have, that I don't even think I'm worthy of those things because I'm not even willing to let go of those things, right? And a lot of manifestation is faith in things. It's faith in the unseen, but still believing that it's coming, right? You don't even have faith in those things. So when I'm talking the people I'm like I'm not telling you you're not gonna get it but it's gonna be an uphill battle for you because right. manifestation is more of an internal process than it's an external process now we have our incense we have our altars we have our oils you have people that um get readings and do different things and I'm open to all of those things I've done all of those things right but a lot of times if you're not even on that level with the things that you're wanting open to it it's, it's, it's I mean it's a hard time to come mm-hmm. because there's no space for it. where it's gonna fit what you want in your life is not coming to fit in. It needs a space for it. It needs a place that it could be, it could live, it could, it could breathe. Like, it's the essence of a thing. Um, and so when I'm talking about manifesting, I'm also affirming that it's coming. Just like right. faith, right? When right. we talk about God. Like, right. you you know, people talk about prayer to me. Like, I be praying about it, praying about it. I told my friend the other day, I said, I only pray about something once. Every other time I pray, I'm already thanking you for doing Damn it, for it. showing up. I'm already that's thanking it. you for moving. That's, like, I'm not, that's yeah, me I saying, you, that's faith. You. I'm yeah. like, I that's know you're going to do it, God. I don't know yeah. how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, but I know you're going to do it. And I'm going to keep saying it back to you, right? If I got to go find a scripture that speaks to it, right? right? If I got to go find what you said to me about it, I'm going to go find it. I'm going to say it to you again. Like, God, this is what you told me. This is the vision that you give me. I know you wouldn't give me the vision if it wasn't already mine. Right. So a lot of stuff I see, I know it's mine, right? Mm-hmm. But what's missing is the work that we have to do on in ourselves and with ourselves to get to the vision that we see god ain't gonna give you certain things if you can't even handle it like mm-hmm. god ain't gonna give you certain things you don't have no space for it. you can't maintain it you can't do any of the things like you 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 live in and a lot of us are making good money like this generation like <laughs> compared to like our parents at our age like we're living and thriving in certain ways but if you Every check, your check gone and you live in check to check, not because you have to, because your irresponsibility, you think you're going to get all these other things or you want different streams of income. You want to start a different business. You want to start investing. But God, like, you ain't even managing what I gave you right. Right. I'm scared to even entrust other things to you because I don't know what you're going to do with it. Right. Right. So people don't even create, like, space for those things and affirm those things and believe that those things are coming. Like, it's always the missing piece I see is the work that we have to do in order to try what we want so there's three things i want to touch on that you spoke on so the first thing that you talked about as far as when you're praying and things like that um i always say that up until i had my life coach a few years ago i don't have her anymore but um i got a life coach because i was you know trying to move on from a different situation in regards to my job so she told me to get this book called the game of life and how to play how to play it yeah florence yep scoville (laughs) so you spoke on as far as praying, like you ask God for it, and then the next time that you pray, you just keep thanking Him for it and welcoming mm-hmm. it, welcoming it into your life. So they made the analogy with that when how to pray as far as like a farmer. Mm-hmm. So like a farmer, he plants a crop. They like if they compared it to a farmer planting a crop. So if you pray for something, ask for it, and then continue to think for it. Thank him for it. And then if a farmer, if he plants a seed, 
he plants a seed and continues to water it and just lets it grow. And they said, if you continue to ask God for the same thing, that's just like a farmer planting that same seed, mm-hmm. digging it up, planting mm-hmm. it again. You're not allowing it mm-hmm. to grow in the mm-hmm. soil. You're not allowing it to manifest. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Number two is a reference to my job a few years ago. Like you said, you have to make space for things or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had started working for Enterprise in 2015. I was looking for other job before I even got Enterprise. Like I fucking hated Enterprise. Like I did not. Oh, nigga, you know I hated Enterprise. I did not want to be there. Oh, I hated that place. I had went on so many different job interviews, and I feeling I was getting close, and I wasn't getting a job. Like it just fucking sucked. And my whole thing was, you know, I had always been taught you do not leave a job until you got another one in place. Right, right, right. So, you know, that was my philosophy. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna thug it out because I know a job gonna come. I ended up getting fired. From Enterprise, I got fired, which in, I just could not fucking believe. I got oh, fired. How you get that? <laughs> I got fired in August, but in October, my new job came. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally, that. God took something away from me because He literally saw that I was not gonna leave Enterprise. <laughs> like, he was like, "Oh, he was like, this nigga not gonna leave." You would have been the area manager by now. <laughs> I was like, this nigga not gonna leave Enterprise. So I'm gonna take it away from him so you can have something better. Right. And lo and behold, something better came. So then the other thing I want to talk to you about, you were talking about, you know, you know you want to be a wife. You mm-hmm. know you want to have children. And then you said you had that conversation with whoever you're entertaining at the mm-hmm. time. Ex- is, is this what you want? Mm-hmm. If not, you got to go. And you were like, if not, you're letting them in you, X, Y, Z. On Twitter, recently, like within the last few days, I've been seeing women or people say that spiritual ties are not a real thing. Mm-hmm. I don't what? believe that. I mean, and I was seeing people tweet like, yeah, girl, you know, spiritual people got a woman or man to fuck up. Spiritual ties ain't a real thing. That's not true. And I don't, and I don't want people to feed it. I I don't want people to feed into that narrative. Spiritual ties are real as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like when I'm on social media and I see that people of color, not just white people are like disconnected from spirit. Oh my God. It don't matter. Like, okay. Yeah. A lot of us play around with altar work and we do a lot of this whatever you want to call it. But this stuff existed before you even got here. So how can you even say that spiritual ties don't exist? Mm-hmm. How, how are you connected to your parents? Right. Mm-hmm. Your children. That is a spiritual tie. Like, mm-hmm. that is why you get gut feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, Intuition. Like, yeah, like... Mm-hmm. That's why you feel certain yeah. things. You know mm-hmm. shit you don't even know why yeah, you know like, it, right? But mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on that, too. Like, you having that conversation with people, I think that that is, like, a perfect way to set alignment and also practice boundaries. Right? Absolutely. So mm-hmm. like when you have that conversation with somebody that is setting this boundary, like, yo, like this is the cutoff. These are my expectations. All right. Sorry. You know, right. and I've been telling you like, yeah, I have been dating mm-hmm. off and on and they're like deal breakers for me. And instead of having like the unhealthy, like I'm going to just ghost you. Mm-hmm. I say like, I'm sure you are great for someone else. Mm-hmm. I know you're great for, mm-hmm. so- for someone else. However, you and I are not in a compatible space right now. Mm-hmm. I wish you the best and I move forward. Before I used to just ghost people or like have them like hang mm-hmm. around, yeah. linger. Or go out with a bang because I cuss a nigga out. I, you know. <laughs> you sure will. <laughs> <laughs> I've right. I'm working we, we, on myself. We're we working on ourselves. Oh, I come far, child. I've, you know, listen. But yeah, it's like setting boundaries, <laughs> and I'm just letting you know where I'm at in the headspace. And I'm not even saying you got to be there. But it's like, you know, as women, we'll do a lot of stuff subconsciously when we don't use our voice right mm-hmm. you know we like I, like I just said we're not a cousin nigga out and get you together and check somebody right but I find oftentimes we don't know how to speak up for ourselves we don't know how to really communicate what the fuck is wrong with us how we feeling you'll yeah. slide some shit under the rug you, you'll tell your girlfriend about and let me tell you what he did and, then he'd be like, and I always say well did you have this conversation with him no. nah girl I ain't telling you and I'm like you telling me somebody that's not even in the relationship you didn't even tell how he know Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times they like we don't know we're not mind readers. I don't know if something bothering the guy I'm dealing with if he don't tell me right. Because right. I'm showing up as how I've always been, who I am in that moment, right? Which is a combination a lot of times of the previous relationships we had, right? We don't know how to speak up for ourselves, so we mm-hmm. do we do little we do like underlying shit with hell sex, with whole sex, right? We talking smart, um, you know what I'm saying? Not cooking, not saying that cooking is everything, but you know you'll do some shit like that nigga he got to fend for himself or. 
make you something and not make him something, right? Or he asked you what's wrong, nothing. Clearly something wrong, right? But you're mm-hmm. not even expressing those things. And I find it's hard a lot of times for us to speak up. So it's like, I ain't going to play myself and not speak up for myself. Like, I'm my biggest fucking advocate. Who going to root for me and ride for me right. like myself besides God? You get right, what I'm saying? Right, right. But I'm here in the physical form, and this is what I'm a part of. So, of right. course, I'm going to have to say, hey, this bothered me. I ain't really like when you did that. This made me feel. Mm-hmm. We act like we can't even tell a nigga how shit make us feel. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you call me soft or if you call I'm a woman. A lot of me is soft. The fuck? Right. Like, that's the yin to the yang, right? right? Mm-hmm. You're here for the softness that I offer you. Because if you just want the hard shit, you'd be with your dad and your homeboys all day. But you right. come to me because you expect certain things from me, which is a lot of times the softness, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to share those things. That hurt my feelings, right? I think a lot of times, I before have gotten caught up in a strong black woman. Like, I ain't going to say all that. You know, so I'm just going to be tough like my mama. But a lot of our times, our parents, they were silently suffering. Yeah. Suffering. Yeah. Suffering. Yeah. You be like, girl, say something. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Now you don't brought your kids into your relationship because you vent to your kids. Mm-hmm. Now you vent to your sister them. Now you vent to all these people who know more about the what's wrong in your fucking relationship than he do. Right. He ain't even fair to him. So people right. treat him like shit when they come around right. or make a little comments or feel like they can talk to him in any type of way because you, you share things with people outside of the relationship that you should have shared with him. Like, yeah, people should know all your business and your relationships. I'm very, very mindful of what I share with who and how. Absolutely. Like, because we all a work in progress. You know what I'm saying? We all a work in progress. So it's like, we got to start speaking up and saying, like, this is what I want. This is what I intend for my life. Now, what I will say, though, so for women, I feel like that's easier mm. for you to do. But coming from a man's perspective, I always feel as though, like, if a man comes to a woman, right, and mm-hmm. be like, you know, baby, that hurt my feelings, X, Y, Z. It's just so many things. Like, you have to worry about, well, is she going to tell her homegirl, oh, this man a pussy-ass nigga. Oh, he telling me his feelings is hurt. Like, it's just so many things that come into play when it mm-hmm. comes to a man ha- being able to feel vulnerable and comfortable enough to let his woman or his significant other know that, hey, what you did really wasn't cool. It hurt my feelings. And then, again, it all, another thing that comes into play is – learning how to communicate things. It's not always what you say. It's sometimes mm-hmm. how you say it. And I know that for me, I, I know me. I've had to seriously work on how I say, how I say things mm-hmm. because my rule of thumb has always been shit. If I'm pissed off, you're going to be pissed off too. Mm-hmm. That was my shit as a little boy. If my mom or dad pissed me off, the whole household was going to be shit. in fucking turmoil. Right. Right. I'm I'm finna and ruin I'm, it for everybody. And, I, and I'm still working on it <laughs> now. Like I be like, I have a couple of times like where I'm like, hey, you know, I don't feel like this was cool. X Y Z. Okay, cool. I express myself. But then if I'm met with some type of resistance, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, hey, okay, maybe you need to chill. And then after that, I got a couple of times. It's my natural reaction is to fly off the handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any type of restraint because mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my upbringing because I just always been able to freely express myself. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I got my ass busted a lot of times in my house because I expressed myself freely because I didn't stay in a child's place. But I always felt <laughs> as though that yes, I'm a child. But y'all, I would be like, y'all not gonna be talking to me any kind of way. Right. I don't care if I'm five and you 35. I'm a person, and you gonna respect me. Right. You sound like my baby. No, no, dead ass. Like, I really felt, and I don't, and I don't come from. Okay, so like you, Kayla, you know, you're like a free spirit, and you're open and things like that. So I can see why Gimme is like that. My mom and dad from the old school. You yeah. sit your ass down and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Was, but I was raised yeah. like that, which yeah. is why now I don't raise my child like that. Right. Like now I'm just now starting to be open with my parents, and I don't give a fuck what comes yeah. out of my mouth. I might apologize for cursing still, mm-hmm. just off GP. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, now see, I ain't, I ain't uh, that kind. I ain't cussing that. I, I ain't I, cussing. Now, man, the cuss words have definitely slipped out before. Now, yeah, and the, and the like, parents, yeah, they yeah. definitely slipped out. Like, now this is bullshit. Now, like that's some bullshit, man. I don't know about that. I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I don't know about that now. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, but yeah, like I've always been that expressive person. So people mm. are always like, "Oh, you be flying off the handle." No, I'm not flying off the handle. It's that you literally are not fucking listening. Right. And I have literally oh, okay. given you enough chances to where you see I'm, suppre- I'm suppressing myself. Mm-hmm. So now that I've suppressed myself, 
Now you, I feel like you're trying to play me. Right. Now I got to show you that this nigga's now crazy gotta, as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now yeah. I got to show my natural black ass. Then, then when I show my ass, I'm crazy. No, 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 no. I have come a long way. Because there should be a lot of houses set on fire around right, this bitch. Right. Let me tell you something. That left eye mugshot need to be replaced with. <laughs> I would set some shit on fire and I would beat ah! motherfuckers up. Listen, we could get into it. <laughs> like, you always trying to fight. Mm, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my mom. My mom, like, AJ, you can't be fighting now. You go to Justin, mom. I don't care. Never gonna get to the age when I ain't ready to get some shit going. Then if it gotta get going, I'm always fighting. I'm, all, I'm always gonna be there. Sometimes that's the only thing you have. Here's how I feel. I feel like you know sometimes you have to do like friendly reminders. Yeah. Like I ain't really had to bust a nigga ass in a few years, and I feel <laughs> like I'm overdue, to, and I need everybody to see it. So y'all right. need you to fuck along. Right. But yeah, so <laughs> I just feel like, but back to the main time, I just feel like, you know, you say that you want your man to be able to communicate, but I feel like it, it's a lot that comes with it because y'all girls, y'all do girl talk. Y'all yeah. do gossip. Yeah. And we know that y'all talk about everything. Y'all talk yeah. about the dick hanging. Yeah, well, slanging. I mean, y'all gonna talk about if he crying or if he's emotional. He said, oh girl, he told me he ain't like it. Well, I was, like, it's a lot of things. So I get I respect the space and you saying that, oh, I want you to come and talk to me. But are you handling yourself and conducting yourself in a way to wake up? Well, that's a valid point. Yeah, that's a valid point because every woman is different. But I can only speak for myself. I always create a safe space for, I feel like, any nigga that I'm dealing with. Like, um, you know, I'm naturally an expressive person. I feel like a lot of times through my actions, I'm teaching them how to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. by what I'm choosing to be vulnerable about, by me asking certain questions. I can sense when something's wrong with my nigga, but when we talk about soul ties, not real how, how the hell else i know you know i can mm-hmm. feel when something is off with him i know when something is going around mm-hmm. i'm like oh, okay something different right i could tell by his body language I could, his lack of words mm-hmm. right how he uh, you know what he doing and what he's not doing his body language right because though again those are soul ties right but i think it's about being willing to create a space for him to come right and so i'm a girl that have a lot of like monogamous relationships with men mm-hmm. so i also understand men a lot differently than i would say a lot of women right because mm-hmm. i'm in so many relationships with men where they they are vulnerable with me so i know i'm doing something right i've had right. their spouses or their women say hey can you talk to such and such and i'm like uh-uh you need to be this your nigga you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i'm gonna talk to him anyway because he's my friend but i don't have the same expectations that you have of him, mm, right? right you right. know what i'm saying but creating that space i ask him how you doing i always say i say how you feeling look him in the eyes how you feeling like mm-hmm. how you doing everything good something wrong how you feel about that let's talk about it my favorite thing with men i say use your words because i find a lot of times that stuff gets stuck in their throat because mm-hmm. they don't know how to express themselves. Like, use right. your words. Do you feel like this? Do you feel like that? You know what I'm saying? I create a space for them to be vulnerable with me. You still going to have girl talk, right. but I also had to learn, like, certain shit I shouldn't be sharing with my hunger anywhere about my Yeah, shit. That's not her business, right? right. Um, if he do choose to cry with me, like, I'm I'm honored that you want to share that with me, right? Yeah, that you yeah. can be vulnerable with me. That's yeah. not for nobody else. That's for us, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to be on my phone scrolling. I'm not going to be like, you a pussy-ass nigga. I'm not going to do that either. Right. Because you like you want him to be emotional, but when you do, you call him a pussy-ass nigga. I guarantee he's not going to do it again. Never again. <laughs> And Never now, again. and now you do got girl talk with your girlfriend because you talking about how y'all unequally yo. Are you talking about he ain't got no emotions? He don't show no affection. But and when he's he showing did, emotion to somebody else. Yeah, but when he did, you shut him down. You threw up a roadblock, right? So he not gonna do because he don't trust himself with you no more. Right. And I think a lot of times we forget about men that men have feelings as well. That because men are taught like you know. Growing up, like you gotta be strong, you gotta men be tough. Men don't cry, right? All that so bullshit. men have been indoctrinated from the fucking womb to not express themselves, and a mm-hmm. lot of times the only way they express themselves is a physical manner, mm-hmm. which is why niggas go from zero to ten and test some shit up because mm-hmm. that's the only way he know how to express his emotion. He ain't had a lot of relationships that have you know allowed him to express himself with his words and create a, a safe and a vulnerable space with him. So to your point, I think it's important that women do that too. They not. And people always say, well, that ain't my job to raise him. It's like, you're not raising him, but you're in a relationship with him anyway. Right. So I look at it like the the best my nigga can be, the best he can be for me and to me as well. Right. So I'm always invested in your growth because I want you to be better for me too. Right. That, that's some shit. That's very valid. And like with the whole spiritual ties thing, like 
you know, I'll be on Twitter talking crazy and be talking about <laughs> sex and shit all the time. I but know. when it comes to stuff like that, I be dead ass serious yeah. before I lay down with anybody because literally it be, I don't know what the fuck be going on in that bedroom, but I can be feel, I be feeling shit moving. I'm not yeah. talking about my body. <laughs> I'm talking about, I be feeling shit moving. I'll be like, there's some shit going on in here. I can't just be doing all this it's with in anybody. The atmosphere. I can't be doing this with anybody because I'm shit, I'm going to get locked in with you. <laughs> And then, no, I can't do that. You feel me, Caleb? You already know. <laughs> like, I be feeling shit moving in the room, and I be like, do you not feel that? This right? I had to pray that shit up off me this morning. I was like, there is no fucking way. Yes. And <laughs> There's like, no way that this is like the experience. It's like, it's very euphoric. Yes. Like, yeah. I be having to but, come the fuck down. Right. That's how I know some people ain't I doing be, sex, I, right? I, I be like, what y'all I talking about? I be feeling like I be on Man, another planet, another and I planet. have to come down. Like, I be on some high shit. You be like, let me have a cigarette out the way. Like, you be trying to balance it out. People try, but you really cannot do that with anybody. You cannot. That's why it's so hard to, like, break that connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least from my perspective. No, for for me too. Because I be like, why? I question everything. Even though you're not supposed to. Yes, you are. I mean, well, yeah, we're kind of raised, like, not to question God. And that's where I look at it sometimes because it's like there is always a reason. Whether or not I ask the question. Mm-hmm. So, like, there are times where I'm like, why are me and this person still in alignment sexually? Mm-hmm. But we are definitely off not everywhere else. Everywhere else. Like, we're not compatible at all. But, like, why this? Like, why do I feel this with you, but not anybody else? Right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then you're trying to find these reasons because yeah. now you have this expectation for me. Mm-hmm. I have this expectation from my next partner to take me to these same exact mm-hmm. levels. Like, I don't want to teach nobody shit no more. Like, I'm tired. You know what I mean? It's you like, need to I'm come like, with your own toolkit. Okay, <laughs> at this point, my brother. Okay. I'm yeah. like, damn, I got to go through the what books you done read conversations. Yeah. What's your favorite color? I'm Oh, what kind of food you like to eat? Oh, and that's okay. the part I don't care about. I be wanting to know, like, spiritual stuff so I know yeah. how to tap in with you. Do you believe? Which one of your chakras need work so yes. I know which position to get right. Like, let's do it, you know, but it's hard to detach from that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I, I be on a whole yeah. other plane. Like, I'm talking do to you, I was praying like, Lord. Do you have anybody? I have three people. That's walking this earth that I, and one is sexual, one is a celebrity, I don't know how it is, and then the <laughs> other is my mama. How I can know when something is wrong, mm-hmm. and I can know when something's about to happen, like mm-hmm. good or bad to that person. Like, do y'all have a, per- do y'all yeah. have a person like that, or people oh, in your yeah, life like that? Yeah, sure. I literally have three, and it'd be crazy, and I'd be, like, I'd be Feeling it. Mm. it. To your point, though, I think, you know, people think that soulmate has to be somebody that is sexual, right? My, mm-hmm. my, my soul has made it with many people, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of friends, a lot of people that I'm in just good relationship with, right? We invested in each other in a way that's not sexually. Right. Um, and, and that's also, too, why I had to learn how to... Um, how, to, how, to how to protect my own energy... And my, my, my own piece, because you'll find that people become energy vultures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I had to become more aware of who I'm spending time with and how. Right. Because I'm going to connect with you anyway, because I'm coming with openness. I'm coming with goodness, right? I'm totally invested in you, your well-being, what you got going on, all of those things, right? And so a lot of my friends, I feel things. Like, I do, we- I call them wellness checks all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I don't know. You was in my prayers this morning. You popped up. I don't know. Why you been on my mind the last couple of days? I hope everything is right. People come back. I I was in a car accident mm-hmm. or I ended up getting fired mm-hmm. or such and such going on with my kid. You know what I'm saying? Um, I could wake up in the middle of the night and certain things on my mind. I'll go into prayer about it. I don't know what it is. Right. Talk to somebody in the next couple of hours. My baby seat, we had to rush him to the ICU. You know what I'm saying? But I know I had to intercede for you, right? Mm-hmm. I feel those things because I'm connected with those people. My soul has made it with mm-hmm. these people. So I know those things, you know, like my brother and I, we've always been very close. I know when something is wrong, right? I know mm-hmm. when something is good. I know when something is off to the point that my family would come to me like hey can you talk to Kyrie hey 
you know, can you see? Because they don't even know how to broach it with him, but it's right. like, I know. And so my brother, both of our open spiritually, like, we've gone to get readings. And in our readings, we both come up in each other readings. And mm-hmm. to the point that they'd be like, hey, you may want to have your sibling come too because y'all got this connection that's way beyond y'all just being siblings, right? Right. And so we'll go, right? He got a reading from a guy from... um a babala one time and I came up and he was like, man, your sister Angel, he telling him stuff about me. And my brother's like, I ain't never even brought you up. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I made a point with a guy, a lot of stuff. He told me like, Hey, you may be younger than your brother, but a lot of, you know, you, you gotta be there for your brother. You gotta help him through certain things. You gotta mm-hmm. be his guide for a lot of stuff. Right. Y'all got these same type of energies, but you provide a certain type of balance. Right. But so you be connected to these people in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and you just know, but so I feel like a certain responsibility to certain people, right? Right. Like, I, I got to make sure, you know what I'm saying? I, sh- I be mindful and that I show up and that I'm checking on you. But in the same way, I expect those same things, not from everybody. Right. But from certain people that I have that connection with as well. So what's crazy is as far as like me, like Kayla would tell you that like, I'm very big on like energy and I know when something is wrong. Mm-hmm. So... I, you know, of course, I'm single, trying to, you know, maneuver through the dating space or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was trying. You got a dating profile? You on the app or something? I'm not on nobody's <laughs> app. And oh, you no, mean oh, you mean people the old fashioned way? Huh? Yeah, you yeah. Like, oh, not not again. People in real life, yeah. right? Like at the gas not, station and shit. Not, not, not against people who use apps, <laughs> but I ain't for that yet. So I I'm kicking it. Big. I'm kicking it, and I'm just like, yeah energy is off and i'm not saying like you are a bad person but like you're trying to have certain conversations with me mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm feeling like stuck and i'm mm-hmm. feeling like i don't want to have this conversation with you and they're like well i'm not you know whatever whatever i'm very you know open and frank but something in me is telling me that like i really felt unsettled mm-hmm. in 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 your company so my spirit and my feelings never lead me wrong mm-hmm. and come to find out that like we're really not compatible What's, like, what you done found out that you done felt you done found I, out some crazy it shit wasn't later. even that i found out anything we had one interaction not sexual like on, we had an interaction over the phone mm-hmm. i got hung up on oh no on purpose and, on purpose right look on purpose oh, and no. i was like that was my sign. I'm very big on signs. Like, yeah. Before that, I was feeling, I was feeling settled. But I was like, you know what? Let me open myself up and see. Yeah. Maybe I'm just acting because I've not, haven't been in the dating pool in a minute. When that happened, I said, and it was on some dumb shit. It was on some dumb shit while I got hung up on. Oh, I was well, they like, childish. I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you, God. Next. <laughs> but yeah moving. so yeah I, i'm very in tune with like myself the universe and all that stuff like i'm very deep i'll be feeling when shit in the atmosphere is shifting i know some shit about to go wrong and not even with me yeah. i just feel like some shit about to shift and so that means that you have um to her point that means that you have a connection with spirit you know she was saying earlier that she think a lot of people don't and a lot of people don't have a connection with spirit it just be crazy to me i just be like out here i mean like so what is your grounding like how the fuck are you grounded like what grounds you like people just be out here like Winging it. Nigga, winging it. Like, be winging. Not just be like, keep me away from the motherfuckers that's winging it. They don't care about nothing. Not even <laughs> you, okay? Right. Keep, please stay away from me, brother. I, I got shit to lose, right? But you have a connection to spirit, right? And, you know, I feel like black people, so this me. Black people really are the special chosen people. Absolutely. I ain't finna be debating with no motherfucking Jewish people and all that. Save all that. I don't want to hear about all that. But black people are the chosen special people. And, you know, we have a certain magic inside of our DNA, right? And mm-hmm. that is a lot of the connection to the spirit, to our ancestors, to God, to all mm-hmm. that is, right? So a lot of stuff that we know come from fucking 10 generations ago, right? Certain skill sets that we have and we know certain things and we able to move. And the people that are like energy healers and light workers now and people that make altars and do all of that stuff, that shit inside of us, Right? Certain things with black history was to be genius in certain things. You see how black people control fucking culture? That shit is in us because we've always been the people that have controlled culture and had the most to contribute, right? So those things are inside of us anyway, but most people are not in tune or tapped in. Like, you be like, oh, I'm just talking crazy. Or you let somebody tell you that you're talking 
crazy, you begin to believe the shit, but it's like, that stuff is in us anyway. It's just whether you're going to activate those things, mm-hmm. right? You're going to honor those things, right? You're going to tap into those things. So how we're talking about how we feel stuff, we know stuff, and energy and intuition, you use all the words that you want to, but it all comes back to a knowingness, right? It's a feeling like you know those things, right? Just like you be in church sometimes, you, you, you feel some shit. And sometimes you be in church and you be like, oh, I don't been in church and be like, I don't know what the hell going on. I just, right. <laughs> I'm nervous, y'all. I feel like God upset me because I'm a part of this buffoonery. I got to go. God is not in here. I do not feel it. Like, bro, stop asking me for money. Like, I don't have any more money. You done took up 10 fucking offerings. You ain't even preached a real sermon, Pastor Porkchop. Listen to me. You done asked me for money 10 times. Like, God already blessed me and gave me the money, but you keep trying to fucking take it. Like, stop. That's the part that thought me, like, God gonna bless you. He already did, but you keep trying to swim to be out of my money. Like, get out of here. So I done been in church sometimes and been like, man, this nigga's a crook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. He ain't preach nothing. He right. done put on a show, and that's how they get people. That's how right. you put on a whole, ah, all that fighting, right. on you sweating, jumping around. You know what I'm saying? Dancing. Right. I'm like, no, teach me. How is the right. word going to edify me? How am I going to be able to apply this to my life? But they be in churches. Man, sometimes church, I'm like, boy, this is the hangout spot. Like, niggas come here to, like, cleanse they, what all the shit that done did the other day. Like, right. we just show up to church today. Hopefully I give me a little blessing, guy. You know, it's like, no. Right. But to really be connected to something bigger and higher than you, like spirit, or, you know, to the universe or to God or whatever, that shit is not indicative of you just being in the building or reading a certain type of book. It's something that's inside of you, right? right. You got to activate that shit. You got to right. tap into it. You got to gotta have a conversation with God. Like, how many people got a real relationship with God? You know, I was having this conversation the other day, and people called me a few names, and that's okay, because, you know, I said some shit back. But it's like, a lot of people got religion, but they don't have a relationship with God. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, the table started shaking. Right. And I had to tell somebody that. I'm like, you just got religion. You telling me what your grandma told you and what your grandma told your grandma. You telling me what the pastor told me. Your relationship is based on what the fucking pastor tell you about God. Right. That's scary to me. Yeah. That's why you got people that buy a pastor a whole jet. Which is crazy as fuck. What? The- <laughs> that was crazy. Let me tell you something. I ain't buying the pastor shit that I ain't got. What? If you I ain't got money to me. My, going back to my shit. If I'm upset, you upset. If right. I ain't got no jet, you ain't got no jet. Then move the fuck on. Right. Right. Can we ride on it? Right. That's because I asked myself, so do y'all get it? to get on the jet? Do y'all switch out months? Or how does this work, guys? Bruh. Right. Like, but your relationship with God is your relationship. And, and, and two, I want to say that everybody's relationship with God is different. We Absolutely. all know a different version, a different facet of God because we're all different people, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have a real problem with people saying that if it ain't this and you don't do it the way I do it and you don't know God, who the fuck are you to say that? Like, right. niggas be acting like they got a patent on God. And that just upsets me. Like, right. God is the only God that you know in the only way. You can't possibly believe the way that you say you believe. What if every, if all of us is a different manifestation of a different type of God, right. a different version of right. God, That's right? Deep. You got to be open to those things. I can't tell you because, oh, you think you know God more because you can quote 10 scriptures or you volunteer or you the usher and you that. Do you even pray? Do you even know how to pray, right? Exactly. Do you only pray when you're in church with, with the pastor or when you're in your small groups, right? How are, are you even in conversation with God, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I look at people that always want to hit me over the head with the Bible and be like, I want you to have, I want you to get to know God. How you know I don't know God? Right. Like just assuming because they see certain parts of you that's different than them, that they got to be wrong. Right. And that's scary. And that's why a lot of times people, their relationship with God be so flawed because they only know what people done told them about right. God. They don't know God for real. Right. They don't have a relationship. They just got religion. So. Damn. I would have let it been a part of that conversation. Oh. Okay, I would have shook some niggas the fuck up. Nigga. Oh, 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 oh. It, 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 it got a little crazy. You had to tell somebody. Now, listen, you talking me like that again, we probably going to be here fighting. Oh, absolutely. She, she going to get physical because, bitch, you ain't talking to me like that now. God, <laughs> now, God is in me, but I'm also from the school with nothing but, bitch, don't play with me, okay? Like, don't be talking to me crazy. I know that's the fuck right. Yeah, like, don't do that. Now, now God going to forgive me. I ain't even worried about that, but I got to let you know you can't be here talking to me like that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Listen. And, it, and ass whooping ain't got no age. I'm it, fighting listen, to the death. Listen, listen. This your grandma come over here in my face in my personal space. I'm going to hear that. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> now I'm going to have to fight all y'all and that's fine. But if grandma come over here in my personal space with that finger and talk with me and call me out my night, I'm going to fight your grandma here. I do not care. <laughs> y'all. And y'all, I don't care because grandma, she should know fucking better. She's double my age. She know you don't want to put a nigga like that. <laughs> what I'm just saying, she done learned lessons I ain't even learned yet. She should know better. 
Oh shit. I mean, don't y'all feel that no, way? No, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I fight kids too. Shit. Listen. You you all know the features and put your clothes on. You know what's up. No, dog. I was literally looking for this young man who said he was he wanted to hit on my niece, hit my niece. What? He was yeah, wait, he, how he, old he, are they? He, my niece is fifteen. She about to be sixteen okay. in a couple weeks. And this other young man, sixteen. He so? said that he, yeah, and I was like, is this still a problem? <laughs> I will be like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I will walk up into that high school and beat some niggas' asses right. straight up. Because you can't beat me. Right. <laughs> so let's do it. So let's do it. Like, <laughs> what's going on? But, um, I can't. No, Nikki, I really enjoyed you. <laughs> Thank I you. I enjoyed too. this conversation. I enjoyed being here. I this really did. Thank you for coming. Yes. I really appreciate you. Um, so. <laughs> Oh, it's my mama. Oh, hey, mom. <laughs> Shout out to mama. Hey. Hey, mama. But, um, Nakia, please <laughs> let the people know your Instagram handles <laughs> so where they can find you. It's always you. It's, it, it literally is oh, always you. Oh, it's me. always you, huh? And I'll be like, put your phone on side, but see, right. my phone connect to my computer, so it's going to come through. Right. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm on all social media, Nakia Pope, N-I-K-I-A. Last name is Pope, P-O-P-E. You can find me there. Um. And once you find me on one place, I'm linked to every other thing. But definitely be on the lookout. I have some new stuff coming for Honey Bays, the yes. wellness company. I'm rolling out some new services and offerings in um, April, top of April. Um, and, you know, I'm just looking at different ways to uh, get my money up and get my money in motion. I recently started investing heavy last year. Um, and, boy, I done definitely know some shit about that. Um, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a revenue generator, but you definitely got to educate yourself. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least be around some motherfuckers that do. And that's helped me out a lot. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys have me back. You know I'm always open for a good little Come dialogue. Oh, anyway, absolutely, okay. <laughs> absolutely. We'll bring you back when it's on some some ratchet shit. Cause oh, you know, yeah. you know, it's, this is a little righteous. Yeah, but I can be ratchet, ratchet and righteous. That's okay, right. That's right. <laughs> I can fit the bill. That's for everybody. Right. We so, so y'all make sure y'all um, keep it locked with us. Stay tuned, and we will see you guys again next week. All right, Peace. y'all.